Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold And the labour power we sell, me boys, for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy in Greece, in Spain, or Ireland, in England, or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand Until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land We face deregistration, it backfired in the face We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place we hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains And break a couple of concrete pours to back our lug of claims So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our as labour is a name to make a man feel proud Good morning from the Concrete Gang, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, 8.55 on your AM dial, Community Radio, 3CR, oldest running radio program in Australia. Good morning, listeners. And this morning I have joining me, the Galah from Geelong. How are you going, Galah? Good, brother. How are you going? 35 today, RDO weekend. What more could you ask for? Sounds better the second time, so we fucked the first one up. And also <laughs> we have... No one on the line because it just hanged up. Simone, are you there? Yeah, I'm there. Oh, sweet. Good we, have, we have Morris Blackburn, Simone. How you going, mate? Good. How are you? Oh, can't complain. It's nice weather. Hopefully, we all heat off later on. Um, Absolutely. So, Simone from Morris Blackburn. That's the CFMU legal company where the lawyers are represented. So. I just before we get her on the line, so she can sort of tell what Morris Blackburn do and what the benefits you as members have with Morris Blackburn. So over to you. Perfect, thanks. So um, Morris Blackburn is Australia's leading plaintiff law firm, and as you said, the union's preferred law firm. Uh, we've been assisting union members for over a hundred years, and have worked closely with the CFMU for many of those. Uh, some of the areas that we uh, help members in are work injuries, motor vehicle accidents, uh, trips and slips out in the public. Uh, also help members with property issues, uh, infringements, and uh, we even go into um, providing some advice for divorce applications. So uh, just to give you a bit of background with my role at the union, it's to provide legal support to all members and help them navigate those daunting legal issues. Uh, so far, I've helped over a thousand members with a range of legal disputes um, by listening to their story and giving them clear advice. So, 
It's a really good service that uh, we can offer to members. Uh, I've been helping members fill in forms, witness documents and also have access to interpreters if I need to explain legal terminology in the members' native language. Yeah, beauty. Uh, what about uh, the will service for the members? Yeah, so uh, that's a really good uh, question. It's, uh, it's super simple to do. All you need is an email address and your CFMEU member number. Morris Blackburn have transitioned to an online service and it should only take you around 30 minutes to complete. But I'm always here if anyone needs any help or um, any questions. But the best thing here is that the free will service also extends to your partner. So if you don't already have a will, you need to call the union now and arrange this. Yeah, and you can do it by phone too if you, you know, we... You know, if you're older or, you know, you don't have access to the internet, you can ring out and no doubt Simone will help you. Just call the CFMU office and they'll put you through. And obviously they have an office inside the CFMU as well. You know, I know, you know, it goes for all range of legal issues. I know, you know, if you get done for .05, I hope none of these would. But if you do, I know a few building workers that have, self-included, you know, Morris Blackburn deal with that stuff. Yeah, if you get in and trouble. the good thing about that one is that um, the expert law firm will give a free initial consult and also offer a 10% discount on legal fees. So that's to help members with their ongoing legal support and the, the discount is just for being a CFMEU member. So um, it's a great saving for members in the event that they do need that extra assistance. Beautiful. Can any of the members attend any of the offices that are out in the regional areas if they're down there as well? Absolutely. So um, the best thing is for the members to give me a call through my hotline. Um, you can contact the union and just ask for Simone, and that will be get, get directed straight through to me. And then we can make it as convenient as we possibly can for the member. Services over the phone, video, or face-to-face. And it doesn't have to be at the union office. It can be in one of the uh, Morris Blackburn offices um, filtered out throughout Victoria. And also nationwide too, which we should add too. Absolutely, yeah. As I stuff. said, Australia's leading plaintiff law firm, so we're everywhere. And it, like, just on the wills, it's pretty important. I've dealt with members that haven't had a will, and the last thing you yep. want to do is give some money. They might have an old will, and they give them money to a person they've broken up with 12, 18 months ago, and they've got a kid with their new missus and all that. So you want to get on top of that. It doesn't take that long. It just saves a lot of hassle for your family if, in you know, if you do pass away. So and it's a free, so you know, win-win. I mean, it, absolutely. And I mean, if if you don't have a will, um, it, it's not like you need to be a certain age in order to, you know, have a will, or there's a preferred age in which to go and get one. Um, I always say that no matter what stage of life you're in or how old you are, a will is important, and it's an important message for your members because. We tend to think about the immediate paperwork like mortgage documents and health insurance, but we forget about legal documents that protect our family's future, and that's really what we're you know, going to work every day for. And especially, we're talking about, even if you don't have a house, you, you know, we're talking about big money with like some of your insurances with CBUS and all that, and you want to make sure it goes to the right people and all your stuff. Yep, absolutely. All your wishes. All your wishes. Yeah. And obviously, like I said, you know, they help out with a range of things. Like, I know I'm actually having a dispute with a builder who built my house at the moment, and they're helping me out with that. So he's a grub, Mancini, so couldn't build shit. Wouldn't trust him to build a toilet. But they're helping me out with that, and it's been great for me. It's been a great service, and obviously, yeah, like I said, criminal staff, they help out with all that. 
And even if you're going through a case, look, you're entitled to a free consultation. So you might actually just ring up and just check, you know, check your, you know, just check out what you what you're doing. So it's a great service. Take advantage of it. It's like one of them things you've got to take advantage of it. These services are good, but you need to access them. So. That's it. And, you know, if anyone is out there listening and needs legal support, give me a buzz on 0491690865 or just text your name and the word help and I'll give you a call back. And if you didn't catch my number, then just give the union office a call and they'll direct you through to me. And like, like Simone said, you know, you also if you, you know, workers' comp, all that, if you had an injury at work and you're unsure, you know, call the CFMU office and we'll help you out. But you might have an old injury happened to you 10 years ago, you know, which you might be entitled to a claim on, you know what I mean, if you're still injured or having problems with it. So Loss of hearing, loss of that's hearing. always a good one. Get yeah. a couple of bucks. Yeah. Yep, Absolutely. that is a good one. That is a good one. <laughs> Nothing is too hard, so give me a call and I'll absolutely 100% um, help the member out. And you'll get a free pack of jelly beans, the ones at the office. Yeah, maybe a pen, stubby holder, you know. <laughs> stubby holders are hot. <laughs> All right. No drama, mate. Thanks for your time. No worries. Take care, boys. See you, Bye-bye. mate. Cheers. Bye. Yeah, so Simone, that's a yeah, great service the union offers and, mate, take advantage of it. So... Obviously, this is the Glass first show, so time to ask some questions. So, tell the members what your background is, and you know what you do, and who so, you are. Born and bred uh, down in Geelong, you know, love the joint. I get uh, a fair bit of grief about how much I talk about the uh, my favourite place down home. We, uh, I've been involved with the union for thirteen years. Uh, I've been a shop. I was a shop steward for six and a half, and now I'm. Uh, an organiser with the CFMU down there. It's a pretty rewarding role. There's a lot of work coming up now. You know, it's um, the old boys have put all the hard work in to get what we've got today, and us young blokes have got to fight to keep it how it is. There's $3.5 billion worth of government-funded work coming up, from hospitals to the convention centre, the duplication of rail, all the civil projects as well as all the renewables. The renewables are going to be a bit of a fight, a bit of a tussle between us and uh, a couple of other unions, but, you know... We'll always come out on top and do the best for our members out there as well. And obviously in Geelong, there's like you got the Commonwealth Games coming up, so there'll be a lot of work in regards to that. Six hundred and fifty million dollars uh, across three villages. I believe it's two hundred and seventy something million uh, out on Grossman's Road in uh, Geelo- in uh, Warm Ponds. It's um, going to be turned one third of it into social housing. Obviously. Uh, we're going to push for a bit more than that because we think that it should be all given back for social housing. There's a lot of people, you know, uh, that are less fortunate than all of us lucky construction workers on the big dollars. Um, you know, we'd like to see all of it go back to social housing so that the disadvantaged have got somewhere to live. Yeah, and that, these social housing projects are pretty good. I, you know, I went to one the other day. I've got one in Bill Street, um, Q, uh, Hawthorne, and I'll tell you what, level three, whichever family gets that, it's like a three-bedroom unit, They've got the best view in Orphan. The multi-millionaire Josh Frydenberg lives down the road, but I, he yeah, ain't got, Jesus. He wouldn't have a view like that. And it's good to build. I've been, you know, talking to the boys. It's you take pride in building stuff for working class people. It's you know, it's, as a construction worker, you don't get you know as much say in what you build, but you can take pride in when you know you're building something and you're giving it back. It's going back to the community, which is bloody awesome. Uh, it's one of my favourite things driving around Geelong and going, Dad built that. Dad built that. Dad built that. Kids uh, get a bit over it pretty quick, but I like doing it. He, he likes talking about himself. It's his favourite car. Yeah, that's it. And obviously on the renewals, 
you know, we are nationally campaigning for renewable energy, and I think we'll get Christy Kane. I know he's been doing a lot of work in this space about setting up a campaign and trying to get a national agreement. And there's a lot of work. There's like like mega projects going. Two hundred. There's two hundred ten billion dollars worth of work as it stands right now. Some of the biggest ones are going to be offshore. It's good, uh, you know, now that we're aligned with our MUA brothers, it should be uh, a little bit easier to stitch up offshore. The onshore stuff, you know, these uh, big companies are coming over from Denmark, from Spain, from uh, well, Samsung, from Korea. None of them had to deal with anything like uh, what they deal with with us before, but you can uh, bet your bottom dollar we'll get the best agreement across the line and a national agreement. So it doesn't matter if you're working on a job down here or a job in Queensland or a job in the West, you'll always have a standard that'll uh, hopefully be set across the... Uh, across the country very soon. And they're big projects. They're spread like, you know, it takes a, they're massive projects when you look at them. Like, a lot of work goes into them, and they're so spread out. So it's... Spin effects offshore of Portland. That's uh, going to be a 250 uh, wind turbine uh, project. It's spread out over about a 50 square uh, kilometre radius off the shore of Portland. I mean, good tuna fishing out there too. So if you can get a Guernsey out on one of them barges, putting one of them up, you'd uh, probably be taking the rod with you, I'd reckon. Oh, yeah, it'd be plenty. I hope they don't fuck, fuck the water. <laughs> fuck the fishing up. It's good. So there's a bit going on, like I said, in that space, especially the region. There's a lot. If you speak to all the regional organisers, there's a lot of work going on in the regions all over. So I think we might cut to a track, and the first track is Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The taste of love is sweet When hearts like ours meet I fell for you like a child Oh, but the fire went wild I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire I fell into a burning ring of fire I went down, down, down And the flames went higher And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire 
the ring of fire And it burns, burns, burns The ring of fire The ring of fire The ring of fire that song, great song, Johnny Cash. That one's for old Michael Clark. I think he'll be falling into a ring of fire soon. Um, obviously, we've had during the week, it was in the paper, it's been reported, um, obviously the fatality of Box Hill with the kibble collapse or the crane collapse um, where a worker was killed, a 48-year-old man by the name of Sean Burns, um, which class cranes were involved. Class cranes have been um, found guilty for um, obviously negligence because the split pin of the crane was missing and it took the man's uh, took the man's life when it collapsed and injured another one and permanently injured a, a bloke where he's in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Um, so obviously they had the hearing to say he's been found guilty. He's still waiting for sentencing. The prosecution were pushing for a $1.4 million fine, which I don't think it's enough. It's never enough. No way. Obviously, before this happened, we had industrial, you know, industrial manslaughter wasn't in when this incident happened. So you can't be charged with industrial manslaughter, which is a pity. But, you know, obviously they're trying to push for no penalty, you know, saying all that sort of stuff and saying we've got a good history of OH&S, which, you know, everyone knows about in the industry. We don't need to go there, but... You know, just listening to, you know, reading the paper and all the stories and hearing from the mother of Sean, mate, like, I can't believe V and Romano should be, the owners of that company should be ashamed of themselves. They, when the son passed away, they rang the mother on the phone and told her her son died while she was in a Telstra shop. You know, imagine, Unbelievable. He, imagine hearing that and she collapsed, you know, it was in the paper. They didn't even bother sending, normally the police or someone would go to your house and try and see someone. And then she collapsed, and a bloke picked up her phone and rang her daughter and said, "Who do I ring? Because she's in the state, you know." And just hit the first person, which was the daughter. Um, and she, then she found out by phone by a stranger on the phone. You know what I mean? Like, and you know, and then all the stuff, all the grief the family's been through. You know, I know. It, it, people don't realise the cost when someone dies on a job, you know what I mean? 100%, and it goes back to all the other workers that were on site with them, you know, yeah. trying to get the two lads out from under it, three lads out from under it, um, you know, and seeing those horrific injuries firsthand, you know, it'll take its toll on these people oh, for the rest of their life. took a toll on me, me and the gorilla. We were there. We went there and we were dealing with it. So, you know, it's it, it, if anyone's ever dealt with a fatality, it's, you know, terrible and on a whole impact of levels on the job. It's not as, you know, Let's easy be honest, Clarks are uh, serial offenders too. They've had cranes that have fallen over in the wind and Collapse. uh, collapsed, no split pins in them. Blokes They're not a fan of the green sticker that we've uh, always fought for in the industry, you know, as a standard for when a crane's been checked over by somebody independent to make sure the said crane can be used in its uh, proper capacity. Part of the defence now is... Our, our system works a lot better. We take a photo of the split pin. Like, yeah, well, get a green sticker and they go over the whole lot. 100%. You know? But the other issue, you know, this is what, like, um, this is why we're a firm believer in industrial manslaughter. Companies insure themselves for this. So probably the Clark's Cranes won't pay because it'll be covered by, underwritten by their insurer, you know, which is, you know, it's... It's ridiculous you have insurance to cover people dying. You know what I mean? I get it's it. Sick. But it's sick. It's almost, uh, you know, like they're preempting it and they're, and they're, they're, 
you know, saying that they're going to be negligent and if it does happen that they shouldn't be punished. This bloke should be going to jail for industrial manslaughter. It's uh, a cry and shame that the laws aren't retrospective. Like, exactly. He's killed a worker and, uh, you know, that's a whole family, you know, a whole site. People uh, in our organisation that are going to remember this for the rest of their life and, you know, it's not like they're getting a better safety record like they say they are when we've got cranes falling over in the wind and all the rest of the stuff that goes on around with Clarks. Obviously, I had a bit to do with the job and you've got... The blokes on the job, there's some people on that job that left construction after dealing with that stuff, you know what I mean? So, it, you know, it it's catastrophic. No one wants it in the industry, but the standard of OH&S in some of them jobs is just getting worse. You know, we've got you've got examples, I've got examples. Just this week, you know, we had a company called um, Civi Works, Multi-Civ. Um, they, they're building a high-rise in Hawthorne, or Q actually, and mate, the OHS, they didn't even have a safe system of work, nothing. No paperwork. The toilets were three hundred meters away. They actually had the they were jumping the hoist and a piece of steel fell off the hoist while while it was getting jumped and fell through the window next door of the lawyer's office and only missed a person by millimeters. Well again, you know, WorkSafe have got a lot of answer for. We're trying to get them out to these jobs to have a look at your tier threes and four builders. Yeah. The uh, the OHS on them is nearly non-existent. There's well, no first aid facilities, no safe systems of work, no swims. You know they're stripping formwork in the dark, and unfortunately these days the bosses are pretty good at standing over blokes and saying, you know, if you don't do it, go somewhere else. So unless we've got an involvement in it, no. The tragedy about this job I'm talking about is WorkSafe have been there before. And they've told them to fix all this stuff, but they haven't gone back and made the checks and balances to make sure they've done it, and they haven't done it. So they've actually put a prohibition on the job. So till all this stuff's up to speed, and then they're going through not even the issues with the scaffold. The scaffold's ridiculous here. It's, you know, so that's what we need to get work safe, the regular hold accountable, because obviously we had a young apprentice die on a Camillo job. They butchered the the investigation that much. It's flopped, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. the young apprentice working by himself and Camilla aren't going to get done for industrial manslaughter because WorkSafe butchered it. So, you know, it's a tragedy. Um, Just goes back to, you know, no matter what, where you are on a site, who you are, a labourer, a worker, you know, a qualified tradesman, nobody should be working alone on a job. And if your boss is telling you to work alone, be uh, having a chat with the lads and, and, you know, looking out for each other and getting each other's backs. And if something's not safe, just call the call the union office. You can be anonymous, you know. And even if you're a mum or a dad and you're listening and you've got a young apprentice son or a young son or daughter working in the industry and you, you're you on a job and you see, it's, you know, it's bad, call the office, you know, we're always happy Nine, three, to four, one, three, triple four. Whoa. That's very impressive. Don't lift the bar up too high here, mate. You'll never come back. <laughs> You'll never come back. No, we'll see if I come back anyway. Um, and obviously at the moment too, it's we, we said it last time, and I can't stress, there's a lot of subbies coming out of COVID and a lot of subbies that are struggling financially. We had a plumber go. We had another plumber go this week, so we've had two plumbers go. We've had form workers go. Keep an eye on your funds. If it hasn't been paid, call the office. Check it. If your shoppy hasn't checked it, check it yourself. Make sure your super's up to date, your Inklink, your co-investors. And if you haven't been paid, call the office. Don't just go, oh, he said he's going to pay me next week. Uh, No. Payday's Thursday. Payday's Thursday. If it's not in by close of of business, talk to your shoppy, talk to an organiser, give the office a bell. Um, So, yeah, I can't stress enough on that as well. Um, We'll go into Skellywags. 
who's been playing up in the great old town of G? Oh, mate, the list as long as me arm. Unfortunately, we go hark back to these uh, tier three, tier four builders: your Lions Construction, your Fair Brothers, your Nicholsons, your Plan Group, your Pace. They're all down there. They're all playing up. They're on state government funded jobs using subcontractors that don't have EBAs. They're uh, OH&S, just absolutely abhorrent. We're out at a job uh, the other day, the first aid facilities. There's no bed. There's no hot water. These are companies that have been building you know, in Geelong for 30, 40, 50 years, and they know what to do, but they can't even provide the basics for high-risk construction. You're doing tilt panels. We're talking cranes, earth moving. The works is on the job, and they can't even get the uh, basic amenities up to scratch. And obviously, too, I remember hearing Fair Brothers. They want to do an EBA less than everyone else, don't they? Oh, always. They're all sitting on their hands. You know, we, we have meetings with them, and there's always an excuse about somebody that's cheaper, somebody that's doing this, somebody that's doing that. They never have a look and think, you know, if the members are happy or if the, the workforce is happy, they're getting the best paying conditions, and there's a safety rep on site that's been elected from the workforce. Uh, you know, the jobs will go faster. It's been proven that we're more productive and we're safer. And we're talking, they want an $8 difference in the hourly rate. So that's not on compliance or anything. That's $8 in the hourly rate. They, they say, you know, because it's regional, they want. They all talk about this regional agreement and, and all the rest of it. And, you know, I'm a regional organiser, but my view on it is that a loaf of bread costs the same in Warrnambool or Ballarat or Bendigo as it does here. Houses aren't getting any cheaper. Fuel's not getting any cheaper. So... Why would we go and do a subpar deal? Especially, can... especially on the government jobs, you know what I mean? That they, The government builds jobs in the regions to stimulate the economy. So is it better off the profit going to the builder or going through the workforce and getting spread into your community, get spread, you know, you buy a loaf of bread from your local bakery, you buy milk from your local, you know, milk bar, it all spreads out through the community. That's why when, you know, the government's doing bad, they try and stimulate the economy. They give it to build because construction workers are proven across the world we shit with money. We love yeah. to spend it. So Take your wife out for uh, eggs and bacon on a Sunday and it's $75. Exactly. And hopefully they're paying penalty rates. So, you know, it's a shame. It's a shame that, you know, some builders think it's a race to the bottom and we've got they, – they make the same amount of profit. They just want to take away our conditions. But they're all know? cutting their own nose to spite their face, you know. They're uh, all undercutting each other instead of, you know – bringing the whole industry up as a whole. it's a, Like you said, it's a race to the bottom. 10 bucks an hour here, 12 bucks an hour there. Subcontractors, you name it, you see it. And unfortunately, when it all goes pear-shaped, we're the ones that have to come and pick up the pieces. You've got some, yeah, obviously you've got some jobs coming up in Warrnambool, I heard. Yeah, so there's uh, the early works package of the hospital at the moment. The uh, main contract of the hospital is about $450 million. A couple of really big players from the industry in there. You know, We're talking upwards of 800 workers on that. You've got Ryan's Corner Wind Farm. That's kicked off. Uh, Deckmall, big contractor down there. They're uh, you know somewhat friendly. I, but I've dealt with Deckmill before, and <laughs> there was nothing about him that was friendly when I dealt with him in Queensland. Uh, right. here, they're playing the game a bit. We're having, we're having some wins, but again, you know, it's the same. Nothing's been... Uh, perfect down there for a long time, but we're back and we're getting involved. You know, all these projects that are coming up, the Safe Harbour project that's down there, um, that's going to be another big one, you know, a big civil slash marine project. All these offshore wind farms, um, you know, it'd be a good opportunity that you want to go down and, and have a bit of a sea change down there. Buy a house while mate, it's cheap in Warrnambool. I'm a local, and, uh, mate. There's enough locals down there to do that work, my uh, friend. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't cop than, someone coming into Geelong, and we won't uh, cop someone on, coming. Mate. More than merrier, more than merrier. <laughs> so, 
like I said, it's good. It's actually good. There hasn't been a lot of money spent down in that way, in the way of big projects, especially big union projects. Yeah. For a long time, I think the last big one down there would have been the Mortlake Power Station, proper Correct. full-on unionised job. So. That was uh, 13 years ago now. Exactly. And obviously, we're negotiating a new agreement. So, you know, like I said, we can have subcontractors' clauses. But obviously, we'll get back to Scallywags and Sookie Lala's because we sort of get off track. <laughs> it's a bit like this show, they go off on a tangent. So, Scallywags, we've got some nominations. Obviously, Clark, Clark Cranes. V- got, to, got to be nearly Scallywag of the week. V, v and Romano, obviously, they were the ones that called the mother. Um, uh, Civi Works, they, you know, obviously, we went through that. Um, Fair Brothers, who else? Nicholson's, Nicholson's, Lions, Plan Group, even Kane's. Kane's always tried on. Oh, Kane's, Kane's are, are a good one. For perennial, as Ralph would say, perennial. I'm going with bloody Class Cranes. I reckon Scallywag of the Week, definitely. You can't just kill somebody on site and uh, expect to get away with it cheap. Yeah, cheap. So, Clark's Cranes. Suki Lala, who's been sooking in your area? I know Clark's, you can see he's sooking about having to pay. Been yeah, well. Guilty. He, he does believe he's the best crane company v- in Australia. Viva and Brockman's were sooking yesterday when I told them it was 35 and they need to stop the two pin jibs out at the refinery. Uh, let them sook, you know. I'll tell you, Last year, I think we had one heat day. How many people are sooking about hot days? Like, please. Mate, I love a hot day. Bloody hell. Some of the employers sooking about that. Who do you want to give it to? Oh, it's got to be Clark's. It has yeah. to be. Daily Double. Clark's Cranes. Yeah. Michael so, Clark, give it to him. He'll be sooking after this show. He always yeah. sooks. So, obviously, we, we better go out the same old way. Dare the struggle. Dare to win. If you don't fight. You lose. And we're going out for a song for Michael Clark.
people out there in the radio world show some love to 3CR you know and if you're listening and enjoying the programs here man great radio station it is how how it was built by community and the community ownership and that's a powerful thing to have within community so show some love show some support and please subscribe from the north to the south to the east to the west let the baller take you home island style represent your soul to the flow love your set represent raise your pride to the sky love it like it's the best my power bring it back home You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.